All I have to say is the fact that he doesn't have a bike tattooed on his chest is enough for me. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have I Instagram. Mean, he doesn't have any social media. Exactly. We also love a king that doesn't have Instagram. So. Yeah. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. My name is Emily, and I just got back from a great first date. And my name's Hannah, and I am just here. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome Welcome to to our our podcast. podcast. We have so many updates for you guys. First of all, we are reunited and it feels so, so good. good. We're literally touching fingertips. <laughs> it's fine. I don't, didn't you just love my beautiful singing yes, right now? Yes, I literally haven't seen her in so many days, except for we like basically shared a nail appointment. <laughs> we did. I hijacked your nail appointment. We did, and it was totally fine. Yeah. Um, but I hadn't seen you in like, t- what, 10, 11 days? Two weeks, technically. Yeah. yeah. That's a basically. long time. I know. I, I was like... Mentally preparing myself, I was like, okay, got to get used to it because, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, October's going to come fast. So, mm-hmm. Trust me, after you left our nail appointment, the girl, our nail tech was just like, you know, she's not going to handle this well. <laughs> like, you know, she's going to act like, like I'm fine on the outside, but <laughs> inside going, I'm going to be like, Ugh. crying. <laughs> maybe, I told you, I was like, maybe I'll be in Disney World while you're moving so I won't have to like mentally think about but it. I'll be so distracted. <laughs> and then you're going to come back home and be like... I'm alone. I'm alone. <laughs> Everyone I know is gone. Luckily, I have my other best friend from college, but because um, if she didn't live here, you would be I alone. would have to move. <laughs> I had to move. <laughs> but then I would move and I wouldn't know anyone there. So I'm like, I really don't think that's going to solve anything. Moving any is problems. not the moving is not going to solve anything. Not for you. I just need to um, focus on my music and just be a loner and then get really rich and then I can live wherever the heck I want to live. Exactly. There you that's go. That's my that's my goal. There you go. There you go. It sounds great. I really, I'm ho- I'm wishing you all the best of luck. But anyways, you have to give us the LA update because I haven't, I've heard part of it. Yeah. But not even all of it, I feel. Oh my God. One, I'm bitter to be back in North Carolina. Oh, I was like, <laughs> wait, what made you bitter? Okay. I'm bitter yeah. to be back in North Carolina. Oh my God. I loved it so much. I well, loved LA. I was going to tell you this on Friday when I saw you, like when you walked in the nail salon, you sat down, I was like, she literally doesn't even look like she belongs here. Like she belongs in LA. Oh. With your like fit and your bag and like, I was like, oh my God, Yay. she's literally leaving us. <laughs> I'm weeping. I'm moving on, mom. <laughs> Meanwhile, I like went out to my coworker's farm this weekend and I was like, wow, this is beautiful. This is, take notes, Blaine. There's farms in LA. Yeah. But apparently we hate horses in LA, so. <laughs> the guy I went on a date with hates horses. Which I am like, sir, what is wrong with you? I love horses. I've wanted a horse since I was like eight. So, so I think we found out a good nickname for him, mm-hmm. which was Valley Boy. So mm-hmm. like you know, Valley Girl, Valley Boy, because mm-hmm. he lives in the valley, um, and he's a boy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the clarification. You're welcome. Let's <laughs> simplify that down valley for you. Valley Boy, because he's a boy <laughs> who lives in the valley. Who lives in? The, hmm. da, it's like da, when people. Da, the more it's like you when know. people like define a word with the word. That's exactly what you just did. He's a valley boy because he's a boy and lives in the valley. <laughs> Anyways, valley <Fuck> boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I went on a date while I was in LA. First off, okay, I'll do. I'm gonna run down the whole trip. Yeah, first. start with Vegas. I won a hundred dollars. Okay. I didn't 
turned around and spent oh, it. Oh, no, I spent the $100 at Aritzia and Zara. Okay, <laughs> um, well, it went yeah. back into It went back into the you, economy. It'd be good for the economy. Sort of. <laughs> It'd be good for the economy. <laughs> um, but I then, like, on the last day, I was like, okay, we got, like, time to kill. It's 9 o'clock in the morning. Let's gamble. Um, there's no one down the lobby kind of area. So we're like, let's do it. And I found this, like, electronic blackjack thing because all the blackjack tables i'm good at blackjack all the blackjack tables had like minimum bets of 25 dollars i was like mm, that's risky even though i literally put down 20 dollars it's okay you still save that five <laughs> but the minimum bet was five dollars yeah so that meant you basically got more to spend kind of thing um more rounds to go and i got up to 95 dollars and i was like i should have just cashed out then but i got hungry and so I kept going, like, and I then I started, 100. and then I started losing, and I had three dollars left, and I left with three dollars, and I invested forty. You should have stopped at ninety five. Oh no! But I feel like everyone that goes to Vegas, they just like inch a little more. I noticed just, that when I was when I started making more. bigger bets, uh-huh. that I was winning more, and then when I started getting conservative, I started losing yeah, more. Yeah, that's that's how they trick you. So, listen, learned when you're at $95, when you you're take like, it. you take it and leave. So um, you can continue to buy things at Aritzia and Zara. <laughs> yeah. I spent way too much fucking money at I don't want to know how much you spent, but it, I want to see what you got. Mm-hmm. That is a pretty penny. <laughs> but, I mean, we don't have those here. No, and it was all worth it. I got... And so they're, I got too them hard, they're too hard to buy on online. Yes. I, I had to try stressful. it on a, Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I got another pair of the Molina pants. Stop. They have brown. them? Yeah. At, at Aritzia, they have every single color and every single length. Wait, are those the leather ones? Yes. Okay, never mind. I thought you were talking about the ones that you have from Zara, the beige ones that you wear all the time. No. they I want they, no, like they no that. longer make that specific stuff. Style. Do they have work pants in Zara though? Oh, they have a ton. Okay, I got a blazer there too. I got See, a nice I want blazer. more stuff like that. Yeah, I, I got a nice new. I, so from Zara, I got a blazer. Uh, they had a green, like a green ass, like Kelly green, mm-hmm. like green green mm-hmm. um, bodysuit, like in the famous bodysuit that I wear all the time. Ooh. They have a new like jewel tone green, <gasps> so I got that one. It looks so good. Oh, it looks amazing. You know, like the my first date. Are top? they the tank ones? Yeah, Ugh. yeah. The halter bodysuit yeah, kind of yeah, style yeah, that they yeah. always have, the Razorback one. Um, I got that, and I got some, like, basic stuff. I'll do, like, a little haul, <gasps> maybe. You should do a TikTok haul. Okay, I'll try and do that. No, I'm serious. Okay. And then you should do, and then you should save that video and do it on the podcast, a reel. Okay, I'll do that. And then from Aritzia, <laughs> We're I got, not just podcasters, we're influencers. Oh, my God, okay. <laughs> I got the Molina pants and, um, like, this nice brown color. Ooh. Um they fit me like a glove, honestly. So I, long story short, I have the old pair of Molina pants. Mm-hmm. Like I had the original pair of black Molina pants in the full length and I got them altered to fit my size, like mm-hmm. my height. Uh, and I never wear them because I feel like they're still baggy. So I ah. went and bought the brown pair in the cropped style. And I'm like, I'm going to, they fit me like a glove. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take these home. I'm going to see how they compare to the original ones I have because I can't fucking return them. They're already altered. Could you take them to get altered again? I'm going to take them. I'm going to take the brown ones and the black ones and be like, this is what I want the black ones to look like because I can tell that they're tapered in a little bit mm-hmm. more at the um, at the ankle. Okay. And they're also uh, a little bit more uh, shorter. Okay. So I'm going to have them like sh- shorten it and then taper it in a little bit more. So be like, here's what these look like. Can you make these black pair look like this? And have my problems all solved. That'd uh, be perfect. Yeah. Then I got 
I got this adorable, cute little like Parisian tie blouse thing Ooh. that I wore on my date. Uh-huh. And then I got a like uh, a shoulder padded like muscle tank thing. And then I got some shorts from Urban. Yeah. Uh, I've spent too much money on clothes. It's okay. It's fine. Every You haven't been shopping. True. I like, saved a ton of money. I, I saved money time. for this. Because we typically will go down to the bigger mall mm-hmm. in Charlotte, North mm-hmm. Carolina, mm-hmm. and like do a shopping mm-hmm. trip. And we haven't done that in like mm-hmm. since like Christmas mm-hmm. last year. I don't even think we went. No, we didn't. I don't think go. we've been pre since before COVID. I have not gone because the Gucci store is open and I have not gone to the That's new Gucci right. store. My mother got a Gucci purse. I saw that. It's very nice. It's my dream purse. She got the Dionysus with the Savosky crystals on the lock. Why don't you get one? It's a great question. <laughs> it's a great question. What, wasn't what that should have been your going away gift? That's what I said, Mother Teresa. That's what I said. <laughs> Apparently, moving me out there is a going away present, say, and I'm like, mm, I want a materialistic item. They're like furniture. I'm like, mm, you do take them up on that. <laughs> Seriously, or you're going to be like borrowing things until you can afford to have what you actually fair, want. Fair, um, fair, Which honestly, borrowing things has been good because Stella has been chewing, like she's been chewing on the recliner a little bit. So I'm like, mm-hmm. we need to teach her no chewing before we get like a nice new couch because mm-hmm. we want to get it like a sectional, mm-hmm. like an L-shaped um, one. I want like a light like color, but I'm like, huh, with two dogs, I don't know what color to get. Anyways, side tangent. You always get like covers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can wash them easily. Well, so you went shopping. Yes, you guys went um to the desert. Yeah, we went to Valley of Fire. That was a lot that of fun. That was so cool. The picture that you posted on your Instagram story of you was so cute. You should have posted it on your feed. Okay, I can do that still. <laughs> I'm just saying, some variety. Like um, I'm a I'm an exercise queen <laughs> in the desert. <laughs> yeah, we did like a tour of the Valley of Fire. Um, saw some goats. Wait, did they take you on a tour? Yeah. That's so yeah, cool. Yeah, it was like a bus tour thing. Yeah. Whatever. Like, you know, like it looked a, um, it, like it was beautiful. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that I wish that I had done when I went yeah. to LA. Because we weren't in well, LA that was, very That was long. in Vegas still. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, because it's right outside um, gotcha. Las Vegas gotcha. area. Um, I need to go to Vegas. Yeah, you do. I've, I've been never saying been. this. I know. I know. You should go with me, Because, like, when we went to California, we were visiting a family that lives in San Diego, which San Diego mm-hmm. is a beautiful place. But mm-hmm. when we went to L.A., we only really did, like, we did Hollywood, which I was, ugh. And then Stay away it was from Hollywood. so disgusting. Stay away from Hollywood. It was, it's, like, yes. it was, like, grimy. We went to the um, Wax Museum, though, which I thought was oh pretty my cool. God. We were very much, like, tourists oh, that day. Oh, Jesus Christ. But then we went to, like, Santa Monica, and that was more yes. my vibe. I was, like, this... Is where I want yeah. to be. So, okay. So, I'll just go ahead and skip forward to LA, basically. Um, Sorry, no. You can continue in LA, uh, Las Vegas. There's nothing really else to say about Vegas. Save money. <laughs> save your money. Don't Save your money. Don't go to Vegas. Yeah. Save, save your money and go to Vegas, Vegas is fun. and do fun, Vegas cool is fun. You only need a weekend in Vegas, though. I was going to say. You can... Because there, there's not there's not a ton to do unless you're going to go shop. Gambling, partying, yeah. shopping. Yeah. Um, Spending use money. The, use the days to recover by the pool. Yeah. <laughs> Did you end up doing your spa? Thing or no? Oh, the Himalayan salt room was closed, probably because of COVID. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. It's Did okay. you go to the pool? No. <laughs> Did your parents go to the pool? No. <gasps> I'm so sad for them. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. She got a purse. It's fine. <laughs> Honestly, she kept asking for more things. I was like Teresa. 
I love it. You only, you only go to Vegas a couple times. I was like, I wish I had the audacity. If I did this, y'all would have my neck. But whatever. I could just see your dad being like, Emily. No. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just bitter. I'm like, this is her third Gucci purse. And I have a knockoff Bottega Banana bag. <laughs> that looks real. Every time you post a picture of it, I'm like, that literally looks real. Thank you. Thank you. I still haven't bought mine. I have to I wait. walked by the Bottega Banana store. Oh, and you just didn't pop in? <laughs> no. You didn't want to take your fake purse in there? It doesn't look fake. I don't even think I mean, I went into it. YSL and Gucci and they both thought it, the yeah. people there thought it was real. So It's beautiful. I, I still want the black I don't, one. I don't want a... Gucci purse. I went, we went into Saint Laurent. There's a Saint Laurent purse that I want. It's like a eleven hundred. It is my dream bag though. <laughs> that like like my stomach hurts. No, so LA. Uh we were there for about like a whole week. And word of advice, if you've never been to LA, just fucking stay away from Hollywood. God, wow. The traffic, honestly, traffic isn't I, you expect it's what you expect in LA. Like there is traffic. Like you could have like somewhere that you, it's like seven miles away. It's gonna take you half an hour to get there. Like I, I expected that. But people in LA fucking don't know how to drive. Holy fucking shit. Um, the amount of wrecks we almost had because other people on the road don't know how to drive. I'm gonna fit in so well there with how I drive. I know that I'm gonna be perfectly fine. You are. <laughs> <laughs> you. I was the entire time I'm there. I'm like Hannah would not survive in LA with how no, she drives. When I come you visit you, I'm literally just gonna Uber. <laughs> like I'm gonna fly and I'm gonna Uber to you and I'm gonna be like, I'll just pick you up. I, and- oh yeah, I was like, oh yeah, you could do that too. <laughs> I do. mean, if you don't want to take a two hour ordeal, then yeah, because it's like an hour um, to get just to the airport. But yeah, I was like, there is literally no way in heck I would ever. No, it's so competitive driving and like fast. Like New York, absolutely not. It's and not I know as bad as New York. New York is bad. New York is awful. I. I I would not drive in New York City. I could drive in LA. Uh, LA is more highways, but I feel like that's the we, issue we never, is that they bow up. But see, we never got on the highway. We always took mm, back roads. Okay. Still, even then, people just like are like, if there's like a little gap between you and the car in front of you, they're just going to fucking get in there. <gasps> that makes me so, oh, I'd be blowing my horn like crazy You would person. be terrified. You would, I would either, I'd not drive. And you do not go, you have to go over the speed limit or else oh, no. you will get run over. Oh, no. Yeah. I guess these people just don't get tickets. LA, I mean, because where are the LA police going to be? They're not there. They're not on the road. <laughs> They're not out there. I didn't They're see like, a fucking uh-uh, single cop ever. I ain't doing this. I never saw a single fucking cop. That's crazy. That's <laughs> um, crazy. Shopping in LA, though, is great. We went to the Grove, obviously. We, we You know, we went to the Grove, Westfield Century City. Uh, the, we went and did some small shopping, like, in Studio City, and it was great. Um, I went into Wasteland and Crossroads, like, everybody fucking told me to, which is, like, these really big thrift shops. Found some great stuff. Didn't buy anything because nothing fucking fit me. Ugh. It was all either way too big or way too small. So, uh, and then I, we, like, looked around different neighborhoods, like, where I would want to live at and everything. We've kind of narrowed it down. Like, my dream is to live in West Hollywood. I love West Hollywood. Love the vibe of it and everything, but... Just for me, probably way too expensive to perform on my own. So I'm gonna wait until my friends move out there with me and then maybe make it happen. Right now, though, I'm looking at the valley, like Studio City, North Hollywood, Sherman Oats kind of area. A valley girl and a valley boy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to. Oh my God. <laughs> but it's all near Burbank, which is where the studio systems are. So it just makes it more convenient and more accessible for me. And then 
I mean, because ideally I'd love to live in Venice Beach or Santa Monica, Ugh. but the commute is just atrocious. Also, the rent in Venice Beach is awful. Um, I feel like so there's high. a lot of people there. Yeah. Well, like, I love the vibe of it. Like, Abbott Kenny, like, I love the vibe of Abbott Kenny. Just, like, the walkability of it, accessibility of everything is great. While I, I went to Venice Beach one day and I visited Allie Ringer, who is on our podcast. I was so jealous. Uh, That's so fun. Her, go check out, if you guys live in Venice Beach or LA, that area, go check out Little Coffee, Little Lunch Coffee. It is on Venice Beach. It's literally a block away from the beach. It is the cutest coffee shop that they own. I'm obsessed with it. Um, you can tell them that you know me if you want. And they are just adorable. They gave us some coffee. Me and Allie, we walked around um, at Kenny. She was like giving me advice about like where to move to and everything like that. And we talked about the podcast, her experience on her podcast. So make sure you guys go listen to her podcast on Spotify called The Recovery. I will leave a link of it in the show notes. And then... I met up like with some like my friends from college and like we you know I think on Sunday like it was I met with two of my friends and I only had like anticipated like max two hours like we're getting brunch kind of thing it wasn't gonna be that long we stayed at this place for four fucking hours that's always (laughs) the best though like like we were just like they had bottomless mimosas and I got like the largest fucking pretzel in my life and ate the entire fucking thing myself and we just stayed well, there. Well, if you sit there for four hours, I mean, you're going to eat the whole pretzel. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to, but here we are. <laughs> here we uh, are. A pretzel later. <laughs> but that was a lot of fun. But on Saturday, oh, like we, before I get to that, I want to talk about everything else too. We went to the Griffith Observatory. Mm-hmm. That was fun. That was cute. Um, blazing fucking hot. Wish Oof. I went more at sunset uh, just for the vibes. Yeah. But it was really cool. I'm trying to think of where else that we went. Loved Santa Monica. We didn't go on the pier, but we walked over near the beach and everything. Loved it. Ate at so many great restaurants. If you guys want to know what all restaurants I loved, I can definitely like make a post on Instagram yeah. with all my favorite recommendations. Like things to do in LA. Yeah, because they were so. We never had a bad meal. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So I, there's just so many different things that we ate and different neighborhoods that we ate in that I don't want to run through all of them now because I don't want to bore you guys because I know what you guys are here for. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of what all we did. Uh, so Saturday was my date and I have told, I'm going to be more candid about it because I told him not to listen to this episode. He listens to this I podcast. I am so excited that. You told him you're going to talk about him on the podcast. I told him, he was, he's like, if you don't want to listen to something, like, just let me know. And I was like, okay, well, don't listen to the episode when I get back from California because I'm going to talk about you. And I I just would rather, I'm just so candid with you gals that I don't want to have to worry about censoring myself because it's mm-hmm. like, it's like, this isn't a conversation he should hear. In right. my opinion. Right. Because it's like I'm talking to my girlfriends and mm-hmm. it's like, you shouldn't hear this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like exclusive, like, girl talk kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, not that I'm going to sit there and be here like. I'm for it, though. I'm not, so excited. I know. Not that I'm here going to be like, oh, my God, it was the worst fucking date ever. <laughs> like, like <he's> terrible. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> he was so gross. Ew. Ew. Um, All I have to say is the fact that he doesn't have a bike tattooed on his chest is enough for me. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have I Instagram. Mean, he doesn't have any social media. Exactly. We also love a king that doesn't have Instagram. So. Yeah. So basically, I, I don't know how much I've told – have I told the gals anything about this, this guy? Mm, I, I think you hinted at it. So, yeah. So this dude has had a crush on me since 2019, um, basically. Pre-COVID. <laughs> That's what oh, I. That's right. That's what I. I was like, oh, you liked me in my dark times. Cool. Um, that was a dark time. Me when I was a little cray. That was a dark time. <laughs> that's when I was dating a musician. Is when like he messaged mm-hmm. me. So he DM'd me back in 2019, and I because he has Facebook, so you know old fashioned DMs, and I didn't reply. 
Oh, <laughs> you left him on red. Well, like, it was just like, so here's the thing. So he's um, in charge of like alumni kind of thing from my university in California. And he didn't want to feel like he was overstepping boundaries by asking me out kind of thing. Okay. I get that. So he was just like, hey, like if you want to grab coffee to like chat while we're home for the holidays, let me know because he's from North Carolina uh, and we can get coffee. And I was like, cool. Didn't reply. And I was like, I don't want to get coffee. I was like, that's cool. (laughs) Fine. Sweet. Just like forgot. And then he donated money to my film and he basically like every now and then would check in about my film, see how that was going. I'd update him, you know, as an investor to my film. Mm-hmm. And uh, then randomly one day I was like, hey, I need, uh, I don't want to see if he had a connection to somebody that a friend needed. And I DM'd him because of that. So I DM'd him first instead. And he took this opportunity to like continue having a conversation with me. He told me he listened to the podcast. He wanted to know if I had any questions about moving to LA. We talked, we started talking about that. And then it turned into two days of talking. And I was like, oh, this is more than just, I'm going to help this girl out. You actually like me. It was like very obvious. And so by the end of that week, he asked me out on a date. And so we had been talking for like a month and a half now kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And building up to this date kind of thing. And I was like no pressure, right? Like I did that. Did you feel, cause like, okay, here's my thing. Like I feel like if I talk to somebody for a really long time and then have to wait for a date, like, did you feel any more nervous than normal? No, it actually made me less nervous. Okay. Cause you feel like you know him better. Yeah. That's um, good. I didn't feel like I could, I feel like I could be myself kind of thing. I didn't feel like, um, I wasn't really pre- like worried if we were going to get along or anything like mm-hmm. that. Cause I knew that we did. Uh, I think he was nervous. He uh-huh. was nervous that I I was going to be disappointed in the date. Well, were you? And No. <laughs> and I told him that. I was like, oh, why were you so nervous? He's like, I didn't want to disappoint you. Like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for, for me. <laughs> a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. We like, like this guy. I was like, no, like, it's fine. Um, so, yeah, he picked me up from my hotel, and he bought me flowers, which I thought was really cute. Mm-hmm. And I, whenever I've told this to, they're all like, Oh, like that's adorable. Uh-huh. And I told him I was like I told him that he was the first like after the date, I told him that he was the first guy that ever bought me flowers. He's like, What? Yeah. No I one's know. ever bought you flowers? What? <laughs> he was so like flabbergasted by that. And I was like, Yeah, every girl I've told the story to, they're all like that's the cutest thing in the entire world. And he's like, That's just like a standard. Like, why? <laughs> I don't understand how <laughs> like that's that's a first for you. Well, he's older, right? Yeah, he's a lot older. So there yeah. you go. There you go. But um <laughs> That's yeah. the way to go, Emily. Up, not down. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> and I said y'all because I know the gals are judging too. Oh, they're not. They're but, not. But uh, so yeah, if you're familiar with LA, you'll know where I'm talking about when I mention these places. Uh, we went to Echo Park, which is like this little park in Echo Park. <laughs> oh, good job. <laughs> and, you know, we went on a little walk around there. They had little pedal boats and kind of things like that. And then we went to... Were they swans? Yes. Oh. How romantic. Yes. Did you get in them and paddle? Yes. Uh, <laughs> That's a really weird way to ask that question. Anyways, took the swan boats out. <laughs> oh, anyway. You don't even use a paddle. You pedal. (laughs) But they're called paddle boats, right? Or are they called pedal boats? Paddle! Oh my god, I'm so stupid. (laughs) 
This is my being ignorant for the day. Okay, here we go. Continue. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. So after that, <laughs> so after Echo Park Lake, we went to Monty's Good Burger, which is like a really famous vegan burger place. And so this dude's vegan, right? Mm-hmm. There were so many opportunities for different nicknames for this boy. I thought about like criticizing his veganism. <laughs> the fact that he used to be a DJ. I thought mm-hmm. about calling him the DJ. And I was like, I feel like that sets a precedent of who this person is. And I'm not going to call him the DJ. Yeah. Uh, this yeah, is like, I'm, not, I'm not dating Calvin Harris. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I, I, he was just like, I know you're not vegan. I just want you to try it. Like, just just try it. See how you like it kind of thing. And if you don't like it, the next place we're going to also has food. So okay, it's totally perfect. fine. See, he already thought it out for yeah. you. He had a whole ass itinerary, Hannah. Like, <laughs> I am here for this. This is my kind of, yep. So I got a vegan fried chicken sandwich. It was okay. Like. I would get it again if he really wanted to go out to dinner with me. If he wanted to get vegan, like I would get it again. But I'm also not going to go out of my way to get it for myself. Okay, I get that. I get that. Like yeah. it was, it was okay enough to eat it. Yes, and like be fine with it and be full. But like you wouldn't choose to go there to get that on again. my own choice. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So it probably would have been better if like they had sauce on it because I kind of just got it plain. Because mm. the, their sauce was like mayonnaise. I was like, I don't want fucking want Ew. vegan mayonnaise on a chicken sandwich. Ew. I don't like mayonnaise, period. Yeah. So I was like, it just needed like a little bit of flavor. Like I was like, where's the flavor? Like, where's the flavor? <laughs> I need a spice. I'm Southern. I need spice. Mm-hmm. I need like, you know, because some good mixins in there. Mm-hmm. So if I had put a little hot sauce on it, probably would have been better. Yeah. And then after that, we went to this place called Mr. O's, which is in Studio City. And it's like a bar. And right now, since there's like a, uh, a mass mandate and capacity limit still in LA, that we, I don't know, it's not really a capacity limit because we went to a Dodgers game and there's like 48,000 people at the Dodgers game. Well, um, that is outdoors. So yeah. maybe it's a little bit different. Yeah. So we... They had turned, like, the bar outdoors and, like, decorated it with all these lights and flowers and plants and everything like that. Aww, so it's really pretty. cute. And he got a reservation there. So we got we went there and, like, we had wine and onion rings and, like, sat there and talked for two hours. And I really just felt like I could be, like, an open book with him, really. Like, I told we, since we had been talking for so long, like, we finally, like, we talked about, like, you know, the doctor. Because he, since he listened to the podcast, he knew a little bit about the doctor. He knew about the actor. He knew all uh, the people. He knew the whole cast. And so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of filled him in a little bit on that because I didn't want him listening to a lot of episodes. Like I, tur- I told him certain episodes not to listen to. If you're going to listen to the podcast, like don't listen to the first episode, things like that, because those are stories I'd rather tell you in person. Yeah. Than have you like listen to me tell them on the podcast where like I'm playing it up. I'm being more animated about it. You're a little more it. theatrical with it and not yes. theatrical, but like, you know, it's yeah. your storytelling. So yeah. of course you're going to like make it better. Yeah, absolutely. And you might not tell things on the podcast that you will tell him in person and vice versa. Yes, so. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. So, you know, we opened our traumas um, together and, <laughs> and he told me about his past, everything like that. And then we went up Mulholland Drive. He is a cyclist. So we went up Mulholland Drive and went to like some of his favorite lookout places and kissed and then i'm just gonna keep going uh-huh. and not and slide past <laughs> that part uh and then we went to lacma which is the los angeles county museum of arts and they had like this the most famous like light installation outside with all like the lamps and everything we walked through that and it was cute there it was fucking one o'clock in the morning and there was all these teenagers still out of there course. doing tiktoks and everything and i was like get the fuck out of here you're ruining my los angeles moment <laughs> trying to have a date Thank i'm you. trying <laughs> to feel like i'm in the movie no strings attached right now thank you so much <laughs> um it's fine 
It's fine. He offered to take a photo for me. I was like, I'm not going to subject you to that. Oh, you should have. I was not going to subject him well, to you that. you should have seen it, what the, the quality is like. Because, you know, he's going to have to replace me oh. for the photos. Hmm. Or you could just call, like, I'm call gonna, up, like, Allie. I'm just going to call some. I'm gonna find or Maddie. A, I'm just going to find an influencer. Or to JC. Be, I'm going to find an influencer to be friends <laughs> like, with. Excuse me. I need all y'all to be my friends so that I can have quality photos. Thank yes. You. That's the one. I'm Honestly, gonna, the tripod and that app. You can just do it yourself. Tripod and lens buddy, best thing ever. That's what's going to be. It's. I'm just not going to subject another. Is human. that what you used for the one you posted, or did your mom take that? I had my mom holding. Your mom I had did the, great. I, no, no, I had a lens buddy going. Your mom was holding it. <laughs> my mom I was, was going to ask you. Oh, she, my dad did it at first, and his thumb is in the fucking top of corner of all. I was like, you've ruined all of these. And my mom was like, just give me the phone. I'll do it for you. Aww. And she just held it for me. Aww. It was my personal tripod, and lens buddy was just going taking I love photos. It. I love so, it. That's so fun. Yeah, she was like, I already. It's fine. Like I was like, she's like, I knew this was going to happen. It's I've already mentally prepared like <laughs> I, I will subject to holding your phone for you while you take selfies it is okay and like i love taking photos in la because no one fucking cares i know i know like Eris, like oh yeah we're all doing the same fucking thing mm-hmm. like no one cares mm-hmm. so that was really great and nice mm-hmm. um and yeah and then he took me back to the hotel and that was the date that is a great date mm-hmm. that's a lot of things a lot of time that you got to hang out. Mm-hmm. He is really, he's also a writer. So that's okay. what he went to school for, which is weird. I've never dated another writer, but you can fucking tell that this man is a writer just by how he um, talks in his text messages to you. Uh huh. Um, Homeboy knows my love language is words of affirmation. He's doing a great fucking job at it. Let me just, let me just preface that. I'm going to read some of the text messages that I've gotten from them that are appropriate. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, like, just certain things, like, I texted him a photo, um, we were talking about the other night about, like, nightlights, mm-hmm. uh, because I had to sleep with the nightlight on, he mm-hmm. hates, he has, there's a, he's like, there's a light on my fucking printer, and I have to cover that shit up, because it's too Me. much light. I hate light. Oh my god. I hate it. I'm okay now, like, if I'm really tired, I'm good, but. Yeah. I don't like light. So, I had to sleep with the nightlight on, and I was like, come on, like, I sent him a photo of me with my nightlight on, I was like, you're telling me you would be upset, like, if you woke up and you saw this face? Like, and he was like, if I get to wake up to, next to that face, I'll be the luckiest man alive. Uh, I've already told you he's a keeper. I don't and even it, know this man, and I and I am 100% on board with this. Yeah. And I, other things, I'm trying to think of other things that he has sent me. I screenshot all of his cutest texts. Well, messages. I thought it was really cute because he doesn't have an Instagram. He asked you to send him the photos that you upload which mm-hmm. i thought was so sweet mm-hmm. because he wants to see your beautiful self he, i mean he wants to see my nails after i get my nails i know done. like he he's like, so he seems just very genuine let me and preface like, this he's a cyclist he doesn't own a fucking car okay oh yes you forgot this is like one of the the coolest parts of he the story. doesn't think it's cool at all he doesn't see what the fucking big deal is let me tell you that no other man in North Carolina, except for my boyfriend, would do this. <laughs> so this man's a cyclist, right? He lives in the valley, which is near Burbank, which is where he works. He does not need a car. He just bikes to work or mm-hmm. walks or Ubers. Um, and he went and rented a car for our first date. And I thought that was... And it a- wasn't just like 
a 2015. No, he got like a 2020 Honda Accord. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what they gave him. He didn't really pick I know, it out. That, and it really doesn't matter. But the fact that he rented a car so that yeah. he could come pick you up. Yeah, because I was And like, didn't have you like Uber and stuff. Yeah, because I was like, I can just Uber. He was just like, no, why would you do that? Like, I can just rent a car. It's not that big of a deal. And I was like, yeah, it is a big deal. That's so sweet. What that's a sweet. sweetheart. So yeah. Granted, we got in the car and he ran like a red light because he's a cyclist and he like forgot traffic rules. He's like, oh no. Uh, he's like, oh, I haven't driven in two years, by the way. And I'm like, oh, I feel so like, safe. You still have a license, right? I was like, I feel <laughs> so safe. Did you know you can get a speed ticket on a bicycle? I'm sorry, how? He was going 50 miles an hour on a bike once. And uh, how did he get up down a hill? Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. I would he never want to be 50 was living, miles per hour on a bike. He living his he best life. He has a speeding ticket? Yeah, he has speed. He's like, do you know how fast you're going? He's like, oh, fuck, I was going pretty fast. <laughs> he has a speedometer now on his bike because of how fast he was going. He's like, I need to probably track that. Yeah. He's going 50 miles an hour on a bike down a hill, down Laurel. Yeah. Okay, well, gravity. That cop is mean. <laughs> That's rude. He could have hurt a person, though. He's going 50 He could have hurt himself. I'm not worried about anybody else. (laughs) Get out the way. Don't be walking in the middle of the road. Yeah. Also, that's terrifying. I would be terrified. Yeah. He's like, don't, he's like, don't worry. I'm not going to make you go cycling with me or anything. I was like, go, because I fucking wasn't. (laughs) The only cycling I'm doing is that soul cycle. I'll drive a car next to you. Yeah, I'll fucking go go soul cycle with you. (laughs) You want me to cycle? That's about it. (laughs) I'll I'll cycle with you on a stationary bike. I'm not. Or like a beach bike. Like, I'm not riding. The bike, the road bikes are terrifying. Well, the wheels like, are like that skinny. Oh, I told him, I was like, do you want to get like a tandem bike? He's like, no, because you still will be too short enough. Like, I was like, wow. Okay, cool. Well, he could just do all the work and you could just pull your feet up and enjoy the ride. Little buggy. Enjoy the ride. He used to have a motorcycle. And I, and we know how I feel about motorcycles. Do we know? No. Oh, Blaine got in a terrible motorcycle accident, like, when we weren't together and, like, almost died. Oh. I am, like, great. very, like, much, mm-mm. When he had a motorcycle, he, like, he wore, like, full protective gear. Like, per- like not, like, I'm getting a leather jacket, cool, like, protective-ass gear. Yeah. And he almost got a wreck on his, on his bicycle once, where, so he wears, like, a helmet, like, all the time now. Like, he's very, like, protective mm-hmm. and everything. So many fucking people ride bikes in LA, I'm though. sure, because the traffic is horrendous. And like, it probably takes them just the same amount of but time. But no, like, for fun. I'm not, oh. like, like not... Well, I feel like LA people are, like... Outdoorsy. Healthy and outdoorsy and... It's so easy to be vegan there, too. and drink smoothies. Yeah. It's so easy Don't to be Don't forget vegan. you guys need to chew every once in a while. <laughs> it's good for your motor... Oral motor skills. <laughs> Speech pathologist is coming out. <laughs> I can't turn it off. I can't turn it off. Turn to chew. Just remember to chew because, you know. Chew your kale, please. Thank you. You should be chewing 10, 10 to 20 times each bite, which I do not do. <laughs> I was like, bitch, I be swallow my macaroni and cheese I know, whole. we swallow everything whole, which is not good. No, I, I hate chewing. <laughs> but no, I, I, I want to preface because this is kind of what today's episode's about as well, too, um, is the signs to look for like in a first date mm-hmm. and those signs were very evident uh, because I felt very comfortable with him yeah I well yeah I I could tell because of the length of your date because I, well, I, I I always go on long first dates you though, do you do which I, I I can't decide if that's a good thing or a bad thing I 
don't see anything wrong with it unless you don't have a good feeling about the person. Well, like the reason then, I, the reason then I, sometimes I feel like people just like stay to stay because they don't want to like, well, be like, like it's time to go. <laughs> I always worry because it said the I feel like it's in a high precedent mm. for the following dates. Well, in this case, it's not like you're gonna see him. No, I'm not seeing him again until October. So I feel like it was necessary yeah. for you guys to have an adequate amount of time. Yeah. Because um, it was like, he picked me up on six, dropped me back off at two. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah. Yeah. That's a long first date. But like I said, like, it's not like you're going to go out on a second date next week. Yeah. Um, whereas like, like I, when I went on my first date with Blaine, like we went, we did a, like a couple hours of something and then I saw him again like the next week. So. Yeah. So, I mean, there were, there were green flags. Good. I didn't see any red flags. Good. Except for the fact that he doesn't like sweet potatoes and horses. Yeah, that that's a red flag for me. <laughs> but I understand not liking horses in LA. I could get that. Yeah. Not liking horses in North Carolina, shame on you. And sweet potatoes. Have you ever had a sweet potato casserole with marshmallows and pecans? That's why he doesn't like them. That's why he doesn't like them. It's like it, what? I don't. I will have. We'll We're ha- gonna. Ha- when I meet I him, I'm gonna have a very long conversation with him about. I'm gonna bring him. No, I'm not gonna bring him on an airplane. I'm gonna make him a sweet potato casserole and make him eat it. Like, try this. It's it's like candy. How can you not like it? It's delicious. I will. I will get a voice recording from him. Okay. Why he doesn't like okay. sweet potatoes? Yeah, and that then one, play it for you guys. Uh, as as a vegan, how do you survive? Sweet I mean, potatoes are good. He survives on a lot of other things. I know, but I feel like they use sweet potatoes like as a substitute for like things. Mm. I don't know. I went to a vegetarian restaurant. There was a lot of sweet potatoes. On <laughs> I know vegetarian and vegan was it not just, the same. Was it just the restaurant sweet potatoes? No, no, no. That is not vegan or vegetarian. That's <laughs> no, like fried chicken and okay. Yeah, I love sweet potatoes. I love sweet potato fries, sweet potato chips, sweet potatoes, sweet potato casserole. Mm. There was a story you were going to update us with on your life. There was. You said you wanted to save it for the podcast. Oh, that's what, no, that's what it was, was me telling you that you look like you didn't belong in North Carolina anymore, and that oh. was kind of sad for me. Oh. Um, my update is that Stella's been sick. She's okay now. I've spent all of the money at the vet, um, but... That's pretty much it. What We're happened? doing my music video. Well, what happened oh. with the baby, though? She got tapeworms. <laughs> um, and then we gave her medicine for the tapeworms, which made her very sick. Um, and then I called the vet, and they were like, yeah, bring her in. She shouldn't be this sick. And she had to get mm-hmm. fluids, and she had to get canned food and probiotic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was doing good all last weekend until Sunday night. She got sick again. Um, so I called them. This past Monday morning, they were like, yeah, we need to see her again. Like, we might have to do x-rays and blood work. And I was like, oh, my goodness. What is wrong with this sweet, sweet soul? Um, so I just took the day off of work because it was like a drop-off that thing. And I, I like, they didn't even call me until, like, 3.30. So I could have seen, like, some of my kids. But I was just so stressed out. Um, and I was, like, worried they were going to call me and I wouldn't be able to, like, go. Yeah. Um, so I just can't. I only had a couple kids that day. So I just canceled. Um, and... They didn't end up having to do x-rays or blood work, but they gave us an antibiotic for her, and we have to continue with probiotic, and then they gave us a bag of dog food. The vet is kind of concerned that maybe the food we were giving her is really upsetting her stomach, Mm -hmm. because Trooper is allergic to chicken, 
So we were trying to find something that if he were to get a hold of it, it wouldn't like bother him that mm-hmm. much. Um, so we found like a chicken-free puppy food for her, but it's also grain-free. And grain-free foods has been linked to like heart disease in the future and a lot of IBS things in dogs. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to like steer away from recommending grain-free, which I thought was really interesting, especially if in the grain-free food, it has a lot of like peas and lentils high up on the ingredients list, um, which this one did. So she was like, just finish the bag that we give. It has chicken in it, so keep it away from your other dog. And then once you guys finish that bag, we'll have like a discussion about like food and like what will, what would be good for her. Um, so it's been a whirlwind with her, but she feels so much better now. Um, I can tell just like and like how playful she is and stuff, mm-hmm. but she's big. She is over two weeks. She's already grown. She is. When we first weighed her at her first puppy checkup, she was five pounds, and then the last one she was nine point six. So she's growing, and she can jump up on the couch now, and she can sit. I'll have to show you. Oh, she good. can sit. She knows to me. And she's been like going to the door and sitting and looking at her leash. Mm-hmm. When she needs to go potty, That's but good. that lasts like a second, and then she'll walk away and pee. If <laughs> we don't see her, so we. Can- so guess what we ordered um, on Amazon? The buttons for the dogs. Oh my God, you're going to turn her into Bunny. <laughs> we are. She's going to be Stella. Because the buttons we got, it was like, how Stella learned to talk. And I was like, we have to get them. We have to get them. So, but yeah, she's doing okay. And then the other thing is the music video. Yeah, which, which we is, will. We'll, we'll update you guys after, after it happens. But that's coming up this week. Because I have, still have plenty. To fucking do. Yeah, I've been buying props. So So you're not only in it, you're also set decorator. <laughs> I mean, clearly. <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine. It's fine. We all have to work together. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta work, work, work this out. Oh. Yeah. Um, also, I feel like another update we have for you guys, because we, we haven't, I haven't been here to do a live reaction to The Bachelorette. Oh, yeah. We didn't even do that. Fucking Greg Greppo. Grippo. Whatever his name is. Gregory. Okay, let me let me preface with saying that I hated this season so much that I didn't even watch the last two episodes. But I know enough of what happened. So I knew that she was going to get with Blake. I knew this because Thomas told Darby. Darby told me. Well, and here's my thoughts on that. I love Blake. However, I did not think that we needed an entire season for two Bachelor people to get together. And also, they all they both settled for their third option. Blake, Claire, Tasha, Katie. Katie, Michael, Greg, Blake. Oh, my God. I saw a meme. Third time's I can't even take credit for that. I saw a meme. Third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. They look really happy. Yeah. Um, like rumor has it, this is coming from Thomas, not me, um, that, and Thomas told my friend, so like if y'all want to get mad at me for saying any of this, you can get mad at Thomas, um, that they don't last. How does he know they don't, I don't last know. this is present I don't moment. know. It's Thomas. <laughs> I think he's just making stuff up. I don't fucking know. Honestly, though, he looks like fun. Who? Thomas. Yeah, I mean, like, I know who he's... TikToks I, of him. I, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. I know who he's currently dating. Okay. Uh, because he told my friend. I feel like The Bachelor does a really... He meets somebody in Bachelor. He meets job. somebody in, ba- in Paradise. I'll yeah. tell you that. Thomas meets somebody in Paradise. Okay. Oh, that's on right now. And Abigail's on it. Oh, your favorite mm-hmm. girl. Yes. So I need to actually watch that. But yeah, Greg. Greg disappointed Gregory. me because... Okay, so... Okay. Before, I want to preface this really quickly, because okay, I was on the same boat as you are, that fuck the fuck Greg boat kind of thing for a bit. I'm not, I'm not oh. necessarily on that boat anymore. Okay. I listened to the Nick Vile episode that he did, and where he explains it a little bit more, 
And I kind of see where he's coming from. Okay, so at first I was on the I hate Greg train because I was triggered. Like, I was full on triggered by the episode because there were just moments. The minute he shut off Katie, I was like, I know what that's like. The the stonewalling effect and everything like that. I do think there's unprocessed trauma that Greg has not dealt with. And he has been very open about that on Nick's podcast with his father dying and everything like that. He has not come to grips with that completely. Mm -mm. You could totally tell he was still grieving. Yeah. I don't also think that Katie's reaction to when he said, I love you was good either. Like I love looking at you. I would have the same emotional reaction. I would feel like you don't care about me kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I get it that she doesn't want to tell anybody that, um, like I love you. I understand that. That's a boundary she has for that show. I got it. But there's other things you could have said to comfort him in that moment. And I love looking at you. I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. 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 At, At first I was like, oh, wow, he really took a turn. But then I was like, you know what? Like, if I were in his shoes... I don't think either one of them was in the right. shoes, like, I, I don't think they were. And then how she was, like, on the ground, like, on his knees and, mm-hmm. like, trying to, like, keep him there. And I was like, well, you kind of missed your opportunity because he told you, like, he literally was in love with you. Mm-hmm. And it, you kind of had, like, this, like, stone-cold, like... Glaze. Yeah, yeah, it was like you didn't even like hear him. And yeah. I think at that point in the show, it's okay to let people kind of know where you are. But I understand for her because yeah, it was a I boundary mean, get, for her. I get, which I get like, that, I'm but I feel anybody. like she could have received it she received with it more warmth. Yeah. I just felt like it was very cold. Yes. And then, I mean, I get like, I don't, like you said, I don't think anyone was in the right. I just think that whole situation was handled poorly. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how and in the moment I would have done it differently and you we know? also don't know what was taken out and edited exactly. and things like that i highly recommend everybody go listen to the nick vile episode i need to go listen to it with greg because it explains a little bit more because even before then i was listening to the episode where him and wells adams were kind of breaking down the episode and wells's team katie like all the way kind mm-hmm. of thing like fuck greg and then nick's like uh-huh, i'm not saying fuck greg yet and everybody's like what why and he's like because i just don't think that there's things katie did that were right and like i get it because nick has been in both shoes nick has been the bachelor and he's been a contestant mm-hmm. he has been in both shoes he's like i understand from both sides what each one of them are going through kind of thing because he told caitlin i think when she was the bachelor that he was she, she was in he was in love with her and like he didn't get any reception back from her mm-hmm. and he'd say i know how that feels but i also know how it feels to be the bachelor and not wanting to tell anybody i love you and then have to break up with you the next week yeah that's just hard yeah. and that's unfair and that's traumatic as well too I, yeah. And I, so I get, I get having her boundary because honestly, if I were in her shoes, I probably would have the same one. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to say those words to somebody if they weren't going to be in my life. Yeah. And then also, never mind, I lost my But I will say like, I, in the interview, Greg's thing, Greg says, he's like, the reason like I was just so easy and willing to walk away is because I knew that she was going to get with Blake. He's like, I could just tell that that is who Mm. she was supposed to be with and that I, it was not me. And that's why I gave up at that point. It was like, I'm taking this as a sign to just leave and just go to stop fighting because it's just going to hurt me more if I continue. It was a self-defense protection kind of thing, which yeah, I understand. Yeah, like probably didn't want to continue on and meet her family and do all of that if and there was his gut instinction of her not choosing yeah. him. He had a gut instinction that it was not him. And he's like, his only idea at the time, because he didn't know the proper techniques to communicate it, which you would learn in therapy is, you know, to communicate like, hey, like I I just I have to step away at this point instead of just shutting down mm-hmm. in that moment, which is yeah. not healthy. Yeah. 
I think both of them could benefit from therapy, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the rumors about Greg being like acting in that moment or whatever—it's because he went to fucking acting school for a little bit because he wanted it was his hobby. Yeah, and he wasn't. No, I don't. I want to buy any of that. Yeah, but I do yeah. think having him as the Bachelor is an interesting idea. Okay, they're considering him. I think. I think that he would be a good Bachelor. Yeah. Um, I think he'd be a good I one. still think Michael should be the bachelor and then his kids should come on the show. Because... I, I still want Mike Johnson. Okay, yeah. True, true. We need to go back. We need to circle back and redo um, Matt James' season. Matt James' season with, with Mike. Mike. Yeah, because that was atrocious. Yeah, I just I want Mike. I, don't, I think that I feel like that ship has sailed. It's fine. We're good. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I highly recommend go listen to Nick Files. Um, podcast of all files and listen to the, uh, the interview with Greg. I think it'll be really beneficial if you're still like, oh, I don't want to believe him, blah, 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 blah. He kind of explains himself a little bit better. So mm-hmm. I didn't watch the after the final rose. Apparently stuff happened on there too, where he was I just, just like, saw a video that someone shared of her like walking right past him and not giving him a hug. Him a hug. That's not nice either. So I don't know. I mean, people deal with things in their own way. And she, I mean, I just think, I think the one thing that I was bothered about I, I like Katie, but the one thing I was bothered about the whole season was how focused she was on knowing the reason the guys, like, making sure they weren't here for the wrong reasons. And I don't know if that was triggered from her season on Matt because Probably. of all of that issue. And so that was, like, in the forefront of her mind. But that kind of got on my nerves because mm-hmm. I was like, you're going to be able to tell very quickly who is there for you and who is not. Yeah. Um, there was so much talk about, like, her, like, playing this role of the Bachelorette, and I think Nick talks about that on his episode when he's reviewing it. How, yeah, it gets to a point where you're now playing this role of the Bachelor or the Bachelorette kind of thing mm-hmm. because you have producers that are around your neck, you know, telling you to do a certain thing. But at the same time, you can you have some control. Yeah, you have oh, some yeah. control. You can say, "I'm done. I'm I'm ending here." Kind of mm-hmm. thing. It's not like they don't have you like tied to a chair and you're like, you're no. trying to like survive. Like no. you're still so, in control. Yeah. And Nick prefaces that and his, like when he's talking about it. So I think that there's just some things that you can probably get overswept by of like, you know, being the when perfect you're in a bubble, bachel- you're being this perfect bachelorette. And I think yeah. that's what she got swept by yeah. was being the perfect bachelorette. And I think and she was, I think she was a good bachelorette. Yeah. Like I really do. And I think like, well, and Nick says that in, when he was on Caitlin Bristow's season of The Bachelorette, he said that, you know, when he was, like, in the honeymoon suite and they were, like, alone without the cameras and everything like that and they were just laying there and he was just, like, there was no cameras around so he was just being candy. He's, like, you know, we don't have to get married to the end of this. Like, I like, I, I have feelings for you. I, I love you and everything like that. Don't get me wrong. He'd already told her that he loved her. But he's, like, you know, we don't have to get married. Like mm-hmm. we can, we can just end this and be dating. Like I'm totally fine with that too. I just want you to know. And Caitlin was like, I don't want to be the first bachelorette to not get engaged. And I think that that's where like, when we said like the character of the bachelorette comes into play of being this perfect thing and not really thinking of everybody else's feelings because you're trying to be this person for the audience mm-hmm. and you're putting the audience's needs above your own or above the person you're dating mm-hmm. because you're still dating them even though you're on television show. yeah so yeah. I, I i don't know i'm not saying that she's perfect or she's oh, imperfect no. like i don't know what i would do in that scenario yeah. even at that so i just think that there's you know it's a flawed system that we're working with on this show and it's not a formulaic like thing every season it's just a little bit more flawed <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah but it'll be interesting to see michelle 
because she's the next Bachelorette. Yes. So hopefully she will bring a new twist to things. Hopefully. And yeah. I'm not sad to say it's over, to be honest, nope. though. No, nope. not one bit. <laughs> I feel like we got to do our captivations still. We do. <laughs> Captivation. This has just been like a really been like an update episode. Yeah, kind of we thing. had a lot of things to update you guys on, and you know, it's a chill episode. Hopefully, chill, you guys like this it's one. A it's a filler. One. You know, it's a filler. It's okay though. It's fine. Everyone else does a filler episode, so we'll be back next week with more content. It's we fine. Will. But our captivations. So I guess we can end on this. Yes. Um, my captivation recently has been these. Hold on, let me get the title for you guys. So, oh, um, you can go order it on Amazon. Okay, are you ready? Get your pen and your paper. Um, it's the Tronco 20-ounce glass tumbler, glass water bottle, straw silicone protective sleeve, bamboo lid, BPA-free. Pink. Pink and amber. Oh, my God. They're like these. I'm sorry. I like uh, love reading the Amazon titles because I'm like, where? What? Are, why? Why can't y'all just be normal? Um, they are like these little 20-ounce tumblers that you can take like coffee, drinks, um, tea, um, I have been trying to make coffee, iced coffee more at home because Starbucks is taking all of my money. My bank statement told me how much money I spent at Starbucks in the month of July. I and I about croaked. <laughs> I about croaked. Um, cause apparently my average is like $80 Bitch. and in July it's been 150. So, Bitch. so, um, I have to save money, um, for all of the things coming in the future. So I'm making iced coffee at home. But I love these. I think they're really cute. They have this little like silicone sleeve that's colored. The only thing I don't like is that they do sweat when they get really cold, which that just annoys me in general. But um, I like them. They're cute. They make making coffee at home more fun. Um, so, yeah. A lot of my girls in my peer bar classes have the water in them. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I should probably drink water in them, too. Yeah, not just I've been coffee. trying to drink more water, too. Um, and I coffee. went back to the gym today. So I'm feeling it's been a good day so far. So. And it's I'm only 11.20 a.m. I'm still jet lagged. That's okay. That's okay. It happens. You are you had to readjust to the time. It's atrocious. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, my captivation is The Emotional Entrepreneur by <gasps> Scout Sobel. I just got mine in the mail. I we, we love Scout. She's a former guest of the podcast. She is a treat. And maybe we can have her on an upcoming episode, but I love the book. I love the whole aesthetic of the book. Mm -hmm. Also, when she was in Santa Monica at Santa Monica proper having her launch party, I was also in Santa Monica and I thought about going by hotel proper to look at the hotel, not knowing that not knowing that her launch launch party party was was going on. Oh my gosh, that's too funny. But it's uh, a it's a beautiful book. I love it. I'm so proud of her. I'm so excited. I love it. It's not just for people who are entrepreneurs. Yeah. I want to preface that. Like anybody who's trying to accomplish anything, like any dreams or anything, this is the perfect book for them. Right. Because, I mean, it's an emotional experience, like putting yourself out there mm-hmm. into the world That's why I and got being it, vulnerable. Because, like, I mean, no, I don't own a business, but my music is kind of my own little business. And, yeah. And I really. This podcast. This podcast. Like, and I really wanted to kind of hear, since she is a, a former guest and like someone that I really look up to, I'm so excited to read it. I literally got it in the mail on Friday and I'm like, ugh. And there's like a lesson at the end of every chapter. Mm-hmm. It a is a lot of great quotes from a lot of great people. I just think she is just so cool. Um, and I'm very proud of her yeah. for putting herself out there. Yeah. So you guys can go and grab this book. We'll leave a link in the show notes for you guys to get it on Amazon. She's self-published this thing herself, which is not an easy thing to do. Someone who has a publishing background mm-hmm. like me, it's not easy self-publishing a book. Like it is stress 
full. And I think she said, like, when this came out, she hit one of her number one manifestations for this book, which is to be in like, the top, like, 20 or so She's on like, Amazon. She, well, when I last checked, she was number 14, which yes. I think is amazing. Yeah. So um, I we're so proud of her. There's mm-hmm. excerpts from, like, different – there's a foreword by some of her clients. Like, it's really – inspirational and amazing that she was able to do this. And I think that a lot of people, if you're just trying to, if you're worried about putting yourself out there, there's like little exercises you can do. And there, there's a lessons to take home from you. And it's just really nice because you don't realize how of an emotional experience it is mm-hmm. when you let down your walls, you're completely vulnerable. You're putting yourself out there. You're wondering if your ego is getting in check kind of thing and just not self-sabotaging the whole experience. I think this is really great mm-hmm. and it's a must read for anybody just trying to have a more public life, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Whether that is like own your own business or whatever. And there comes Stella. <laughs> so I guess that's our episode for today, guys. Sorry, it's been just mainly um, a life update. Hey. But that's totally fine. I think there's so much that's happened lately and that we love checking in with you guys. You love hearing our story time. So we always mm-hmm. want to make sure that we're doing that for you guys mm-hmm. and being consistent and keeping the gals involved. Yeah. But speaking of keeping you guys involved, we've been talking about maybe doing like a most embarrassing story episode or an advice column coming up with two of our uh, pals, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? They, they really want to be on our podcast, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, we just, we love having those kind of episodes and we love hearing you guys' stories because they're really funny um, and entertaining. So yeah. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and on our personal social media, which we will have linked in the show notes. Also, please go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review and rate us. And then if you're on Spotify, make sure that you guys are following our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey.